Hi, welcome to Dying to Ask. We're starting something a little new this season. We're going to do some solo episodes. This was the suggestion of a couple of our listeners who said, hey, have you ever thought about doing that? And we thought, mm, no, I like people. Um, but I thought, yeah, why not? It's out of my comfort zone. Why not give it a try this season? And uh, the first thing I'll tell you is it's a lot more work. <laughs> it's way more work to do an episode by yourself than it is to sit down and talk to someone else and get their knowledge. So anyway, I don't mind doing it, but it's but that yeah, I didn't see that coming. So we're going to give these segments a name, and it is courtesy of my colleague Lisa Gonzalez, who is one of the cleverest, funniest, like quickest witted people I know at the station. And she called the segments in an Instagram post Fitz Tips with a Z. How clever is she? Okay, so the idea of these Fitz Tips segments will be that they're short and that they're actionable. So today I'm going to tell you about something that someone did for me back in December that kind of left me speechless and then really gave me something to think about as it ended up becoming, in my opinion, one of the most overlooked areas of self-care. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. That term self-care, I think it needs like a branding. <laughs> it needs to be renamed, you know, kind of like they went from prunes to dried plums, made it sound so much more fun and tasty. I feel like self-care is one of those words we've heard so much in the last year, but that's what it is, right? So I'm going to tell you why, in the words of who wants to be a millionaire, you need to phone a friend these days. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and I've been anchoring morning news for more than 20 years. I know two things. One, that phrase, I'll sleep when I'm dead, is starting to seem likely. And two, the best conversations take time. Dying to Ask is my chance to have longer, more meaningful conversations without a producer yelling rap in my ear. Personal change requires personal growth. And these days, Plan B is the new Plan A. Ready to do life bigger and better despite the Rona? This is Dying to Ask. I am by nature a very resilient person. I've told this story on the podcast before, but a few years back, I interviewed a psychiatrist for a story about smartphone addiction. So this woman had a great sense of humor and we just totally hit it off immediately. So as I was following her down the halls of the medical complex to her office, she was hitting me with rapid fire questions about my job. What time did I get up? Between 2 and 3 a.m. How much do I sleep? Not enough. How long have I been doing this since the dawn of time? Actually, 20 years. And when I got to that point and told her that answer, she said, ah. And then she stopped asking me questions. <laughs> so that, like, threw me off. So I jokingly asked her if I was being diagnosed with something. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. I know exactly what you got. I'm like, I've got something. Okay, great. So I bit and I asked. And she said, you have what I would describe as the resiliency gene. So you're wired very similar to the way ER docs are. She then, as my partner was setting up all the gear, went on to tell me about this personality survey that she had taken in medical school that basically helped her figure out what kind of a med what kind of medicine would a person be best suited for based on their personality, based on the way that they're just wired. Okay, I'm totally dumbing this down. So if you are in the medical world and you're like, she has no idea what she's talking about, this is just the way the story went with me that day. Um, so anyway, so she went on to describe the ER types who are basically like people who function at a high level on little rest. They thrive on the excitement, the drama, the moment. They're awesome in a crisis. So ER docs and AM news, kind of some similarities. Live's not necessarily on the line with what I do, but there is there are some like some similarities there. So like a lot of you, I started hitting that COVID wall in the fall, and that's when it got a term. 
another 2020 term, COVID fatigue. So I'll dumb down another medical reference by saying that basically it means we're over the pandemic, right? We're tired of it. But that fatigue is really legit in the ways that it's manifesting in our mental health, whether you realize it or not. And I'll be honest with you, I did not realize it. My schedule has become really different from what it was because my company, like, you know, hopefully yours, is working hard to limit contact and virus spread among employees. So we've been doing some things that we never would have done in news before, like working from home. I mean, it's a nightmare for my poor boss to figure out where to put people, (laughs) more importantly, where not to put people. So some days I work from home. Some days I go into the station. Um, And then some days I go into the station later after other morning anchors have left the building and I just do the noon show. I mean, it's just it's kind of all over the board. And like literally every single morning, it's a who's on first. Where am I supposed to be today? Now, the interesting thing about the days when I go in and I do the noon show is that I don't have to get up at 2 or 3 a.m., which I have never done before. I mean, I've never in 20 years not had to be somewhere before the sun came up. So... I started thinking that that was an opportunity to do something different, you know, to try to find a win in the weirdness of life. So I started meeting my quarantine running pod buddy, Leslie, who was on the podcast earlier. She was on the episode about how to fit more reading into your life. I can link it in the show notes for you. But I started meeting Leslie at 530 in the morning for an O-Dark 30 run on those noon show days. So maybe like one day a week, I did something different and it just kind of helped hit a reset button for me. So one day back in December, I got up and I just wasn't feeling it, which is not really me. So I texted her that I wasn't coming, um, probably made up some lame excuse, but I just said, hey, I can't go. Sorry. So she writes back, says no big deal, except that it was right. So that afternoon, I got a call from her. I was out walking the dog. I remember it really clearly. And before I could say anything, she said, hey, I'm calling to do a welfare check. How are you doing? Really? real answer. And it kind of took my breath away because the truth was, I wasn't okay. I was feeling pretty beaten down. All the reasons, you know them, you have them, (laughs) probably. But I wasn't talking to anyone about it. I wasn't even acknowledging them because, tell me if this sounds familiar, I'm the mom. I'm the wife. I'm the worker. I got a lot of stuff to do. There are like 17 lunches in a day (laughs) when your kids are home. I got to make the lunches. Does that sound familiar to you? But the truth is that you can't do any of the things or all of the things unless you're taking care of yourself. So we get back to the term I can't stand that I really think needs like an improvement, self-care. What could we call it? I don't know. Somebody please fix it. Anyway, so I talked. I just told her what the issues were that week. And she listened. Um, She kind of counseled. She took a few of them off the table few of them she's like nope that's dumb keep moving (laughs) good friend can tell you that right and the truth was after about 15 minutes I felt this utter sense of relief for overwhelm that I hadn't even acknowledged was there that kind of low level of stress that a lot of us have just been kind of tolerating dealing with learning to live with because you don't really have a choice if you have responsibilities so did the conversation solve all the problems nope Did I feel lighter? Yep. So that's when I started phoning a friend, doing the welfare check, asking your friend, how are you doing? But not really starting with it is, you know, how are you in that? I really don't care kind of way, that throwaway kind of way, but really asking for real and not being willing to hang up 
until you've gotten a real answer. And actually saying, real answer, how are you doing? So here's my phone a friend challenge. So Fitz Tips with a Z, thank you, Lisa, number one. Make a list of five people. So this could be like work colleague, a friend that you maybe used to meet up with in the before times when we could do things like that, a family member, maybe somebody who's older, somebody who's alone a lot, and then maybe somebody that you don't know very well, but you wish you knew better. These are the people that you hope to hang out with someday. <laughs> like, so, for example, I've gotten to know some of my neighborhood moms via a text chain over the last year. And I'm totally looking forward to when I can hang out in person and not just texting. So Fitz tips number two, take that list of five and then at least once a week, schedule phone a friend into your calendar. Like write it in. And if you're only on the digital calendar, type it in. But make the effort. Do it on the same day. Make this easy. Just make this autopilot that on that day, you give yourself the gift and the friend of time and connection. So reach out, as the old AT&T commercials used to say, and touch someone. And if you can, make an effort to laugh about something because there's a lot of, a lot of awful stuff going on, a lot of horrific stuff going on, but there's also a lot of absurd stuff going on, and that's where a lot of the humor is. And loneliness and loss are the two driving factors that we know impact mental health. Laughter is known to mentally and physically relieve your stress response. So if you can, after you get real, find a way to laugh and let it go a little. And then Fitz tips number three, crowdsource from your friends and find out what are they doing for stress relief as this pandemic drags on. There is no reason to reinvent the wheel if your bestie has figured out a new hack. What's working for your friend? Try it. Throw it into your arsenal. And the next time you're feeling a little down, maybe give it a try. So here are a few of the ones that when I've been crowdsourcing for my friends and they ask me the flip question, here's what I've been telling them. I've got three things I'm doing right now. And I'm really committed to it, especially going into 2021. So the first one is I start the day quiet because once I get to the studio, there's so much noise. Oh my gosh, there's noise. <laughs> and I love the noise. I really do. But I have directors and producers talking in my ear while I'm speaking. There's a sound of the news itself. I get home. I've got kids yelling for something or nothing, depending on the day. So I'm craving quiet. So I start my day with a moment of quiet, which when you get up at the hour that I do is not that hard to find. But I really look for the mental quiet, the brain quiet. So for me, I use the Headspace app. It's one of these guided meditation apps. Calm is another one. A uh, whole bunch of free stuff on YouTube too. Just, just Google. And your phone probably has something that it came with to do the same thing. I like to go outside and for three to five minutes, I listen to a little guided meditation. It's a forced moment of quiet that is not popping on Instagram the second you wake up. I've actually been doing this for a couple of years. I don't talk about this stuff a whole lot because it's like, meh, woo. But I, I need it. It absolutely works for me. And I have found that it's kind of a game changer. So number one, I start the day quiet. Number two, I get outside and I move my body. I run more frequently than I ever have, but not necessarily as long. And sometimes I just run around the block. I'm not kidding you. I run around the block a couple times. I get that endorphin hit. I get a fresh perspective and I hit that reset in the middle of the day. And then number three, I take a break from social media. My time suck is Instagram. So I, I am at the point where I just delete it on Fridays. 
And then I put it back on a Monday morning for work because social media is part of my job. It's a requirement, actually, in my job, which people always think is hilarious, but it's true. But I take it off so that I'm not reaching for it to swipe, doom scroll, and kill time. And it has made an instant palpable difference in how I feel. So in my phone a friend sessions, I have been learning what other people are doing. So some of my friends have been doing those 30-day online fitness challenges. Another friend has been taking her work calls on her treadmill, which I love. <laughs> that is a really good way to kind of multitask. Um, another one who works in a real traditional business environment decided she wanted to learn about set design. So she has challenged herself to make her Zoom backgrounds completely different every day and has learned how to light them and style them. And that's like become her thing impressing the office. Whatever, whatever it takes, right? So thank you, Leslie, for that call in December. It was exactly what I needed. And sometimes you just need to be told by those who know you the best what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. But a lot of times the people around you, they know. <laughs> so don't hesitate to reach out and phone a friend. And if a friend calls you, don't hesitate to be real. So thanks for listening today. If anybody actually hung on during this entire time, let me know if you like these. If you like the solo episodes, if you like the Fitz tips, let me know and we'll continue doing them. You can leave me a note in the comments section in the ratings and reviews area, wherever you're listening to the podcast right now. And if you have a second to leave us a rating or review, I sure would appreciate it because the more you share the show, the less I have to post on social media, which I told you is kind of a time suck. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening to Dying to Ask. We'll see you again next time.